0: Are you a black belt? Do you need to be? What is rank anyway? Let's find out. Self defense, self awareness, self development. This is the Martial Arts Podcast with Phil Elmore. Hello and welcome to the Martial Arts Podcast with Phil Elmore. The Martial Arts Podcast with Phil Elmore is a production of the martialist.net and philelmore.com. I am the aforementioned Phil Elmore, your host. Let's see how many times I can say my name in the opening. Okay, uh, this is a topic that comes up periodically. People still associate self-defense with the martial arts. That may be a good thing, or maybe a bad thing, or maybe a neutral thing that is neither good nor bad. But regardless of your feeling about martial arts systems, the topic of rank often comes up. What is rank? If you don't have a black belt in anything, is your opinion on self-defense or the martial arts? invalid does it not matter until you do have rank and since every system is different and every rank represents a different series of accomplishments or in some cases no accomplishments at all how do we interpret having rank these are thorny issues I've I've said before for instance on the topic of child black belts I don't believe in any system even you know the most mundane of strip mall karate I don't think a child, a minor, should be granted a black belt because it is possible for a child to work their way through all of the curriculum, get down all of the kata, all of the moves, be able to do all the things that a black belt is expected to be able to do in terms of the list of uh, techniques and kata and other grading requirements. They, They can have all of those down, but at the end of the day when you weigh 80 pounds and you're four feet tall, you know, or I don't know, is that wildly out of kilter? I'm not good with estimating children. Um, anyway, if you're a minor, you are not at the level of an adult. Most adults with no training could pick up a black belt child and just hurl them across the room and their training would be mean nothing. Um, black belt programs for children are essentially uh, glorified babysitting programs, daycares that help martial arts schools remain commercially solvent by bringing in a, bringing in extra income. I don't say this to denigrate them. If you're running a commercial school, you have certain fiscal realities you must face, and I don't blame you for adding a children's program in order to keep the doors open. But the fact is, while you may be teaching these children discipline and you may be laying down a foundation wherein they'll understand the reality of self-defense, they are not legitimately at the level of an adult black belt they just can't be so if it were up to me i would say you know children are able to earn their rank all the way up to brown belt or whatever your color system is before black because every color system is different but you should be denied black belt level until you're at least 18 just because we have to have a cutoff somewhere um the other the other issue when it comes to rank is that obviously not all rank is created equal. How long should it take you to get a black belt? Like, you can get a fake rank. You can, <coughs> excuse me, buy rank uh, essentially from any number of places. There, there's, it ranges from like online programs and video programs that are essentially just kind of running you through the motions, to people who don't even bother asking you to do anything. They'll just grant you a rank. They'll you know you pay for it and they'll send it to you and it's meaningless. Um, the equivalent would be. I remember when I was in high school, we used to get mailings for Who's Who in uh, Something Something Academics, or I forget what the exact title was, but the idea was that, you know, you're an up-and-coming scholar and you're going to get your name in this big book of fellow up-and-coming scholars, and all you have to do to get your name in the big book of up-and-coming scholars is pay money. And and weird how that works. Um, and there are similar scams in the martial arts. You can get your name in a big book of, you know, some martial arts hall of fame that means nothing. It means you paid to get it in there. I think I've been told that to get your, your name on the walk of fame in Hollywood, I think the stars actually pay money for that. I don't know that for a fact. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if cynically that's how it works. But there are all these halls of fame and all these dodgy sketchy organizations, you know the soke ship councils and all these things that are really just a method of separating you from your money in exchange for the trappings of rank because people place importance on rank even if it has not been earned. Anyone can get rank uh, and it should take a while to do it. Um, if it happens too fast, that's a that's a warning sign. I will use myself as an example. When I started writing about self-defense, I had no ranks, nothing. Uh, And this was a point of contention with some people who didn't like what I had to say. Uh, And I was frequently criticized for not having an instructor level rank in anything, for not having a black belt. Uh, Because to some people this mattered. Now, it had no bearing on the truth, the content of what I was saying. And I stand behind everything I've ever written. Um, In some cases, I've learned more in addition to what I had to say. Like, my very first martial arts book is very, very basic. Um, For one thing, I did not yet know how to relate what I was trying to say in some cases. Um, I had more knowledge than I was able to put in that book because it's a different thing to be able to impart instruction to people on the printed page. Um, So looking back at that old book, there are some things I would have done differently if I were to redo that book today. And who knows? Maybe I will but since i had no rank um i at one time had a wikipedia page and i'll explain why i don't anymore um and on that page there was it was a great controversy that elmore has all these opinions about the martial arts and and uh, doesn't have any rank and i was something of a minor celebrity an e-celebrity before we knew the term e-celeb in certain circles in the martial arts online because uh the organization organizations that's really overplaying it sites like bullshido whose owner never forgave me for saying that his website sucked devoted entire subforums to how much they hated me this helped build my career this helped put me on the map i i owe them actually a debt of gratitude for getting my name out there the obsessive hatred of people who don't understand the martial arts and self-defense has really over the decades immensely helped me um, fractured grammar notwithstanding that that is something that you can't buy So I don't regret that, and it's one of the reasons that I don't get upset when people insult me anymore. For one thing, I've been insulted by the best. You're going to have to work a lot harder to get under my skin. But for another thing, I understand that that hatred is actually helpful. It does does make me sad when people who don't understand self-defense are so proud of themselves for coming to conclusions that are flat wrong. It makes me sad. There was one guy, for example, who who was talking about my flashlight fighting book and saying how stupid it was that I had come to the conclusion that you should use a flashlight as a baton. That tells me two things. One, he's never read the book because that's not what's in it. And two, he doesn't understand how self-defense works. Um, Flashlight fighting, for example, is all about using Yawara techniques, uh, small dowel techniques, um, to use the flashlight as a striking implement in the hand. That is a completely different set of techniques than if you have a large flashlight. Now, there is a, there's one short section in flashlight fighting that talks about if you had a large mag light, and yes, you would use it like a baton, but that's like a page or two in the book. I, I forget. I'd have to actually get the book and look at it. I don't remember how many pages it is. But the book itself is the unremarkable use of unremarkable UR techniques, but it was packaged for small flashlights in a way that hadn't been done before. I hate to break it to you, kid, but that's how marketing works. You know and i realize i am arguing by proxy with an anonymous incel with a speech impediment um, and you're like what are you talking about Phil? trust me just trust me on this um, but that doesn't change the fact that we can learn things from these people these people who are not bright not well informed um i got into an argument at a at a mixed martial arts forum because the I've talked about this in previous podcasts the thread became a referendum on how much one guy hated me and it was amazing to me um at the point at which there was this doxing and harassment campaign attempted in my direction I was like okay I'm gonna step out of this thread now I'm not gonna participate in this anymore they didn't need me to keep having the argument they just kept right on going somebody else popped their head up someone I suspect I know who it is And they decided that that person was me in disguise so they kept right on going and I don't know what happened to that person because I haven't been reading the thread I don't think they probably stuck around but uh, the argument just kept going post after post after post one guy just kept stacking his own posts because like he was live tweeting except this wasn't Twitter an argument he was having with himself about me (laughs) so this is that obsessive hatred from people who have no clue what they're talking about most of these people uh, If they are already spending their lives on a mixed martial arts forum discussion board I guarantee you that they're not spending any time actually training Um, these are people who have nothing going on in their lives most of them are not amateur fighters most of them do not meet the standard that they set for themselves Um, you never you never mind hearing bad things about somebody who is unpleasant to you for no reason and when the ex-wife of a certain mixed martial arts fan who owns a troll board devoted to hating everything that isn't mixed martial arts, when the ex-wife called me up because I had written an article about that ongoing exchange, this was years ago, when she called me up and had nasty things to say about that dude, I'm not going to say that it hurt my feelings to hear them. As a matter of policy, I would not take as gospel anything coming from the ex-wife of anybody. I would want that same consideration. You know, ex-wives are notoriously unreliable sources of information about the people they were once with. But when... You know, she told me that he was basically a sexually inadequate, uh, uh, like, loser with poor social skills who was not well thought of at the gym where he did train but was not good at it. That kind of warmed my heart to hear. Because, it you know, it just kind of confirms your suspicions that most of these people are not what they purport to be. And then you hear them, you hear them on an open microphone, and the one dude legitimately has a speech impediment and sounds like he was... Uh, delivered with forceps as a baby it really makes you wonder like why am i why would i even bother but there are things we can learn there are things we can learn anytime we contend with people who don't understand martial arts these are the same people who don't understand rank don't understand what it means and uh, on the one hand we'll hold it up as the end-all be-all if they think you don't have it and on the other hand if you do have it we'll just dismiss it and say well that that's that's bs that that rank doesn't mean anything so in my case Uh, I took Chitaquan Karate at uh, my college in the 1990s. I earned a yellow belt somewhere around 1993, and I was on my way to green when it was time to stop doing karate because I was going to run out of college. I think I quit early on in my senior year because I had to focus on things like getting a job and moving on with my life. Um, I enjoyed doing Chitaquan Karate. It is an unremarkable traditional hard style karate. Uh, Really nice teacher. Uh, My teacher's name was Joe Liberto. He was an awesome guy. I liked him a lot Um, I believe he's still alive. I think he's retired now. This was a long time ago I mean, I'm an old man, and I was a kid then and he was an adult so uh, in Probably 2001 or 2002 I started training in Wing Chun Kung Fu at a school that opened up uh, in my city And i got in like on the ground floor like i started there was only like two other students who had started with that teacher and that's because they trained with him when he was sort of borrowing space at another kung fu school so he opened his school this was the grand opening and i got in on the ground floor of that Uh, and i trained there for between two and three years it's 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 more than two but it's less than three somewhere in there uh i started also cross training uh, with my Lushong Kung Fu teacher. That is the the martial art of Willem Readers. It's a Kuntao Silat style. It's very blade aware. It's predominantly Indonesian. Um, Willem Readers came to the United States, taught some people in New York. One of those guys taught my teacher. My teacher taught me. So third generation student of Willem Readers. No, I have never met Willem Readers. The man is dead now. <laughs> I got the impression he was a little nuts. But, uh, so there's overlap there between when I, when I stopped doing Wing Chun and when I started doing Lushong because I was doing both for a while. I, uh, I had a co-worker. I said, hey, come on down to my Wing Chun class. He did. Uh, and then he invited me to his Shang teacher's uh, school, which was uh, this dude's house. Uh, my Sifu taught out of his house for years and years and years. Um, and then I decided that I liked Lushong better than Wing Chun. It didn't help that my Wing Chun teacher was a raving jerk. My Wing, Chun, my Wing Chun teacher, while talented, is a very deeply insecure man, or he was at the time. I think he's mellowed through the years. And uh, there, a lot of stories have been told online, especially at places like Bullshido, about why I supposedly left my Wing Chun school. None of them are accurate, because a lot of them came distorted through my own teacher when he went on Bullshido to talk smack about me. Now... If you think that sounds like the actions of somebody who shouldn't be a teacher, you are correct. A teacher who is willing to badmouth another student who is not doing anything to him, that's a red flag. Uh, What actually happened was I was training in Wing Chun and Lushang. I decided to switch to Lushong full-time. Somewhere in there, I published my first self-defense book. My Wing Chun teacher took offense, he took this as the assertion of equality, and he was so deeply insecure that he was offended by that, that I would dare to put out a book on self-defense. What did I know? What business did I have putting out a book? So he started badmouthing me, and you really shouldn't start a war of words with somebody who works as a professional writer, because it didn't take long for me to destroy him online among other things i pointed out online that he had been making a lot of noise about starting a fight team to go dojo storming other people's schools because he went through this period of time where he thought life was a kung fu movie and he wanted to fight everybody Um, he's also styled his school as like a mixed martial arts school which it is not but you know he's done that for to try and gain that that acceptance among you know this crowd and if i sound a little Negative it's because I do take deep issue with the fact that I left under what I thought was good terms I said hey, I found something else. I like that. I want to do I'm gonna go do that Well wishes to you and then he became a jerk and just started speaking ill of me, which is not appropriate Um, And the story has been spun to be like "Oh, Elmore left his Wing Chun school because he sucked which was not true I was promoted three different times. Uh, I was uh, blue sash by the time I left um, which means nothing to you, but it was a. I think that represented three promotions, if I remember the system correctly. Um, uh, Elmore left because his school started sparring. No, that is not the case. Um, that is not why I left. Uh, the, the whole fight club thing was something that I exposed my teacher for because I thought it was silly and melodramatic, and he didn't like at all that I was telling people that because apparently he thought that was supposed to be in confidence, and that was a big point of contention. He actually finally went to my current teacher and i kid you not we met at an olive garden for a detente meeting where i told him that i had nothing to prove to him and that uh, there was nothing he could say to me that was going to push me around Um, i'm not sure what the olive garden serving staff thought of our little meeting but my teacher was there and that's the only reason i agreed to the meeting because my teacher asked me to because my former kung fu teacher begged him to get me to agree to stop attacking him online And I said, fine, you leave me alone, and I'll leave you alone. He did not abide by that agreement. I found out later when I was learning uh, Jeet Kune Do from another teacher that uh, he was, my former Kung Fu teacher called the Jeet Kune Do guy and badmouthed me behind the scenes he decided since he couldn't do it publicly he would start a whisper campaign behind the scenes oh better watch out for elmore yes watch out for elmore who will do everything in his power to promote you and your school while he works with you and never do anything to you to harm you in any way Um, unless of course after he leaves you stab him in the back and then well all bets are off this is just a taste of the ridiculous politicking that is the martial arts world it's i'd love to say that it's specific to martial arts but i think it's all areas of human endeavor are vulnerable to this type of politicking so uh, I started training in Wing Chun again around 2001 2002 somewhere in there I trained there for between two and three years and there's overlap for when I started in Lusheng. Um I started in Lushong somewhere between 2004 and 2005 um, and then I got my first sash which was, it's a certificate. There was no sash involved. My teacher was of the opinion that if you wanted a belt, you could go out and buy one, but we didn't wear them in class anyway. We had t-shirts with the school logo on them, and that was it, there was no uniforms. So uh, I got my yellow belt in, I'm reading off my notes here because I actually had to go back and figure this out. Um, I have a frame with all of my certificates in them, one behind the other, but that frame is at my old place. I haven't moved it yet, so I had to find an old video where I recorded the progression of my ranking because when you start out writing in the self-defense and people are like you don't have any rank and you're aware of that fact and you don't think it matters compared to what you have to say that it's very ironic when if you just keep your head down and keep training and keep working sooner or later you turn around and you have rank and that's ironic to me so I chronicled that at one point and that video was immensely helpful in finding these dates um, so I got my yellow sash the first rank level In 2006 at that point I had been training with Sifu for it was between a year and two years somewhere in there Um, And I probably progressed a little faster than someone from nothing to yellow might have Simply because a lot of what I had learned in Wing Chun Transported over well the the credits transferred so to speak. Um, I had learned quite a bit of good foundation That's the the irony of my Wing Chun experience was my teacher was talented. He taught me good things he was even willing to modify what he was doing when he learned better he started training under another really big name in Wing Chun and he modified his system accordingly when he was taught better ways to do certain things like making the system more forward in nature and I appreciate a lot of that Um, I like to think that I can objectively acknowledge where people are skilled this guy was a skilled teacher he was a good music teacher too and those those are abilities that kind of translate over to each other if you're good at teaching people stuff you're good at teaching people stuff and he had that skill it's just a shame that he was such a deeply insecure man uh and so vindictive in in nature that's these are qualities not becoming of a teacher um he was a very competitive guy um and he had a tendency to be uh to get a little out of hand uh, i will say like one time he thought i was holding back because I was afraid to hurt him. He took offense at that and so he hit me harder. What he didn't realize was I was holding back specifically because I knew the response was going to come at a certain intensity level and I was anticipating that. So I just, I remember that thinking, wow, you're kind of a petty little jerk. Um, I got my green sash in Lushong in 2007. I got the gray sash in 2008. Also in 2008, in April of that year, I was awarded Bushido's Badass of the Month for April of 2008. Um, I actually have a trophy that I had made to commemorate that fact, because when stupid people spending all their time thinking about you think they've put one over on you, uh, it is the most glorious of self-owns for them. Um, i become something of a scholar of... People owning themselves. Given that I just keep doing what I'm doing, and I stand behind what I do, and people try to tell me what I think or what I've said, and they're always wrong. Um, and it's delightful to watch them just humiliate themselves. They don't know that they are. They'll go through life thinking I showed that Elmore. That that's good for you. That's good. Um, let's see uh, where did I leave off. I got my black belt, and this was this was significant. I got my black belt in 2009. And I would say it probably took between four and five years to get to that point Um, Because the timelines a little muddy because of the overlap between Wing Chun and Lushong I don't have a a, like a clean read on exactly how long it took from start to finish But it was between four and five years and then two years later I got my orange sash which is the instructor level rank in that system Um, I'm told that there is another belt level beyond that that I will never see which is red And red is after you, as a teacher, have trained your first student up to the orange level, up to instructor level, then you are now a red sash. Um, I don't teach this system and I never will, so that will never happen for me. But uh, I have the instructor level rank that I earned in 2011, so it took me about seven years to get there. Uh, And I think that's an appropriate amount of time. So what does any of this mean, actually? the average Brazilian jiu-jitsu blue belt could probably take in an unarmed one-on-one fight just about any traditional martial arts black belt due to the nature of what they do. The same guy would get killed over and over again by an untrained thug with a screwdriver that he's using as a stabbing implement in most cases. Um, So what is the meaning of rank if it's not a reliable indicator of relative skill and because rank is different all over the map it's different from system to system it represents something different some different set of curriculum it's it's in some ways it's a completely arbitrary measure so it only matters within the system compared to other people doing the same system the first thing you have to understand is that people invest a lot of faith warranted or not in the trappings of authority um, when I first writing about self-defense like I said I had well, first when I first started writing about self-defense, as I said before, um, I didn't have any ranks. People were always complaining about that fact. When I finally earned a black belt, uh, suddenly my Wikipedia page was deemed not newsworthy and it was eliminated and I believe to this day, if you try to start a page about me, it will stop you. (laughs) I have never been more delighted. I did not enjoy having a Wikipedia page because it was so full of misinformation and I was not allowed to edit it because you're not allowed to edit your own article. So there was just all this stuff on there that wasn't true. When they finally decided that, <coughs> since they couldn't bitch about me not having a a black belt anymore, they they had to uh, find something else. Well, suddenly that whole article just disappeared. Um, but if if you if you believe that rank means something in and of itself that's the it's the equivalent of the logical fallacy that is the appeal to authority well this expert says this well that doesn't mean their opinion's true it just means that someone in a position of authority says something that you happen to agree with so people believe that simply having a rank means something and they will tend to believe that until it's inconvenient So it was convenient to believe that having a black belt was the magic door through which I had to walk for my opinions to mean anything on the self-defense, on self-defense in general. Uh, But then when it becomes inconvenient to hold that standard because suddenly I had a black belt, because while these people are all complaining, I just kept doing what I'm doing, just kept working, just kept doing, just kept training, just kept learning. Um, I've had more hours of force-on-force instruction than most of these people will ever even imagine. You know, it it isn't hard to rack up that time, that training time. Um, You just do it. I did it over years. Um, I've got more rounds downrange than probably some beginning law enforcement officers. You know, thousands and thousands of rounds expended in training, so much so that I wore out a Glock 19 uh, during one of the classes. I actually had to replace the gun. It got to the point where when you put the magazine in, the slide would go forward. And it had some other issues too, so I finally just replaced it. Okay, another thing about rank is that uh, More authentically more, you know in, in a way that rank means something more uh, Rank indicates that you have achieved competence in a given set of techniques or methods taught by that system It's going to mean more to people within the system than people outside, you know so knowing that I have x rank in system X that is says I have supposedly achieved competence in this technique, that technique, this form, that form. Um, so it is a relative measure of where you are in a training curriculum. Um, but outside of that, rank is an indicator of time spent in grade. It's It speaks to your ability to consistently do something and show up for classes and learn the things you're being taught and continue progressing. So somebody who is a black belt and somebody who is a white belt, there is a comparative difference in experience points, if you want to use that terminology. The guy who has the black belt has theoretically spent more time doing something than the guy who doesn't. Rank, however, is not an argument in and of itself. This brings us back around to a black belt doesn't necessarily have any meaning unto itself. When I was training in karate back in college, there was a kid there who was one of the black belts. And, you know, you have to excuse me you have to see this from the perspective of here we are the lowly white belts and yellow belts and the people who were the black belts who stood in one line as having black belts in the system That was a big deal well there was this one dude who sucked he was not good come to find out his black belt was in Tai Chi or something he wasn't originally a black belt in that system so a black belt was relatively of no meaning in his context Um, and rank can also be an indicator of something bad when people make up ranks or buy ranks or grant themselves ranks that they didn't earn you know i have a fifth degree black belt in this made up ninja style no you don't <laughs> that is meaningless you just made that up or i, I trained under frank dukes and now i have this umpty degree black belt and such and such and i started my own style of ninjutsu and blah 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 no none of that is i mean i guess you did start your own style but it doesn't mean anything so When people try to use rank as an appeal to authority, but they're making it up and they have no actual training, and especially when you see a a very disparity in comparing the, when you see a very disparity, I can English good, when you see a big difference between what they're claiming for themselves and what they're actually capable of doing, then that claim of rank is less than an assertion of authority. It's actually, you are owning yourself. You are telling the world, hey, I'm a liar. I told the story in a previous podcast of a guy that I met at a seminar, perfectly nice guy, and then afterwards I found out that he was claiming all of these really high-Dan rank belts in multiple systems that he had achieved supposedly over the course of the past decade or so, and he was terrible. There was nothing about him that spoke to being a multi-Dan black belt in anything, much less eight or nine things. So his assertion of black belt rank was an indicator in that case you are dealing with somebody who's dishonest. Somebody's lying, um, and that right there, when you when you find out that someone is just lying and willing to lie, then that undercuts their credibility, and it it means something very important about them. It means you shouldn't trust them. So, after this hard fought podcast, in which we have fought interruptions and lawnmowers and me coughing and everything else, where does that leave us, where rank is concerned? Well, are you a black belt? I don't know, as you need to be as long as what you're doing works, it's solid, you're training in it, you have confidence in it, and more importantly, it can effectively help you defend yourself. I don't, I believe in self-defense. I don't believe in martial arts for any other purpose. Great if you get other benefits from them, but to me, a martial art is not martial if it's not useful for self-defense. I have had the benefit of training in a lot of different styles and systems. I've had exposure to a lot of different training courses. I've taken all kinds of force on force classes. I've spent I don't know how many hours interviewing subject matter experts on survival and self-defense and related topics. This has been my career, especially behind the scenes, for many years. Um, For a decade and a half, probably more depending on when I started, I've been doing martial arts for almost three decades now. Um, I've seen a lot, and I can tell you that rank is only relative. It does speak to your ability to accomplish something over time. But if you're one of those people who's like, well, your opinion has no meaning unless you have a black belt, or you're one of those people who says, well, I don't like you, so your black belt has no meaning itself, because since I can't criticize you for not having a black belt, I will claim that your black belt is bad, and you should feel bad. So either way, if, if that's how you view rank, you're doing it wrong. Rank is a relative indicator, and it speaks to what you've spent time doing. Beyond that, it's relatively meaningless. Um, so only insofar as people lie about their rank should we care a lot about what they're doing, in my opinion. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the Martial Arts Podcast. I have been Phil Elmore. This has been the Martial Arts Podcast with Phil Elmore. Until next time, tell them I said something cool here. This has been the Martial Arts Podcast with Phil Elmore. Visit us online at linktree elmore.